prayers for your day. This is Danita, and today is Wednesday, June the 16th, 2021. As always, I give thanks to God for you, for what he is doing in your life and in the lives of your loved ones, the people, places, and things that our God the Father has divinely connected you to. As always, it is an honor and a blessing to pray with you and for you between the majority of the time, Monday through Friday, from 7 a.m. to 8 a.m. It's always an honor to just really see what God is doing and, you know, lean our ear to hear what God is saying in this hour, in this season, in our lives. And so as we pray, know that if the prayer isn't for you, per se, if it's, if it's not if it's not quickening in your spirit, it may not be that the prayer is for you at this time, but it may be that it's for someone else. So you can share this prayer. You can come back to these prayers. Um, you can do whatever it is you need to do, but it is something about the power of agreement, that when we pray every day with one another, we come in agreement with each other, and then we pray throughout the day and we talk with God because Prayer is a conversation with the Lord. Just like you're talking to, you know, a friend or your spouse or your children, it is a conversation with God. And I was sharing with a friend just the other day that when I was in the grocery store uh, Sunday, I think it was, I was waiting to pick up my daughter from work, so ran to the grocery store, and I told her that I was just talking to God, you know, and I was just, letting God know how I feel about some things. But then when I walked out, it was this car next to me, and they had on the back of their uh, their rearview mirror, not the rearview mirror, but I don't even know what the mirror is called. I can't think of the name. The, the, your back mirror, I guess, not your windshield, but the back, back big mirror of your car. I can't think of the name of it. Anyway, it had on there just Mary. And I thought, Lord, you got a sense of you know, you have a sense of humor because I was talking to the Lord in the in the grocery store as I was walking around. I was just having a conversation, and I know sometimes people might look at me and think this girl is crazy, but see, God answers and He gives us little signs that He's listening, that He's listening. Now, what are the odds in this Walmart parking lot? And you all know Walmart stays packed that the car next to me as I walk out would have on the back of the window just Mary. I know God heard, I know he heard my conversation with him as I was walking across, walking around the store because we were talking about, and notice I said we, we were talking about marriage. And uh, I walk out, and lo and behold, there's the, the car, there's the sign that said just Mary. So, you know, God hears and he answers our prayer. And prayer is a dialogue with God. We have an opportunity to pray to God, and then we have an opportunity to listen. To listen because God is always speaking. He's always speaking. When we talk about signs, wonders, and miracles, that was a sign to me that God heard me talking to him. He heard me talking to him for that 45 minutes here or there. I'd say something about this or say something about that and just let God know how I was feeling. But when I walked out, there was a sign. I heard you. 
Now, you know, I don't know what that means totally, but it was enough to satisfy me. It was enough to satisfy me until the father gets ready to do whatever he needs to do. It's almost like, you know, if you have children or nieces or nephews or just little people around you and they come to you, you maybe you said, okay, when we're done here, when we leave here, I'm going to stop and, and get you some ice cream, okay? And so, but you're still talking, you're still, you know, shopping, you're still in the and your child taps you or that little person taps you and you say, okay, give me a few minutes or, okay, we'll leave shortly or let me finish this. Now, you don't really know what that means. You know, that little child really doesn't know what that means. You've not really put a time on it. You've not really uh, communicated a whole lot, but it's enough for them to say, okay, and go away again for a little while, and sometimes that's all we need from God. Sometimes all we need from God while we're praising, while we're expecting, and while we're preparing is just a sign, just a sign from God, just a word from the Lord that says, while you continue to praise me, while you're waiting in expectancy and while you're preparing, I'm going to just give you a little something to hold you over. And we are God's children. We are God's children. And he, in his eyes, in many cases, we are childlike. Our faith in everything is supposed to be childlike. The Bible tells us that. And so uh, I thank God just for that analogy of seeing that sign for me after my conversation was just like God said, in a few minutes, I, I got you, I, I heard you, in a few minutes. And so now I can continue to praise, expect, and prepare. And so that's this week, that's what we've been talking about. That's what we've been focusing on, praising God, waiting in expectation, and preparing. So while we praise, expect, and prepare, we know that sometimes there are trials that come up. On yesterday, we prayed, Lord, it's not that we don't believe, but it is we need you to help our unbelief. Well, on last night, um, there are some things that I'm responsible for as I move into my new position that are really getting heated up in uh, in the political realm in society. And so one of the things that I asked God for last night before I went to sleep was that I asked God for wisdom. God, give me wisdom on how to go about these things because these things are complicated. You know, your your marriage situation might be complicated. The relationship with your children might be complicated. You know, uh, your finances might be complicated. Maybe you co-sign for, you know, someone that you love to have a vehicle and they're not, you know, paying uh, they're not paying what they're supposed to pay on the vehicle, which is going to cause you to have to come out of pocket because you're the co-signer. By the way, the Bible does say that we are not to co-sign, and uh, that's a, another story for another day. But nonetheless, you did it anyway, and therefore now it's complicated. You know, um, financial situations, health situations, and maybe you don't have 
ask God for wisdom. The Bible tells us in James chapter 1, consider it pure, or James chapter 1, yes, verse 2, consider it pure joy, my brothers and sisters, whenever you face trials of many kinds, because you know that the testing of your faith produces perseverance. Let perseverance finish its work so that you may be mature and complete, not lacking anything. So as you are waiting, as you are persevering, as things are getting complicated, right, some of that is to test our faith. Why? Because without faith, it is impossible to please God. But what does faith produce in the waiting? Faith produces perseverance. See, a lot of times the reason why people get give up is because they don't know how to persevere. Somebody on the job makes them upset, I'm quitting. I'm leaving. They done made me mad, right? They done made me mad. I don't like that supervisor. He don't like me or she doesn't like me. I quit. This is not what it, it's not what I thought it was going to be. I quit. Right? So, number one, where was the faith in that? And did you have to persevere in that? Now, somebody is probably listening and saying, well, I'm not, I'm not going through that. God wants me to be happy. I'm so sick. Can I tell you? <laughs> I am so sick of people running around talking about God wants them to be happy. God does want you to, he does want you to be happy. But somehow we have fallen into the thought that happy happiness is in the absence of trials and tribulations. Somehow we have fallen into the lie and, I, and I, the reason why I call it a lie is because as soon as people don't feel happy, they quit, they stop, they walk away. But if you do not allow perseverance to finish its work so that you may be mature and incomplete, not lacking anything, what's the opposite of that? If you don't let let perseverance finish, if you don't let perseverance finish its work then you are going to remain immature and you are going to remain incomplete and you are still going to be in lack. That is the opposite of of not letting your perseverance finish, not allowing the Holy Spirit to let perseverance finish its work. If it does not finish its work, it's no different than a person that is constructing a building, if you do not allow them to finish, guess what? It's not going to be usable. If you hire builders to build a home, right, and say that it's rain uh, because, you know, sometimes they can't work in the rain, say that it's extremely cold or extremely hot, sometimes they can't do certain things because of the temperature, if it's too hot or it's too cold. If you say forget about it because you're impatient, if you say forget about it because, you know, the weather said this and now the weather is saying that, so just forget about it. Just just do what you got to do, right? Because that's our attitude a lot of times. 
Just do what you got to do. Just forget about it. Because we don't want to wait. We don't want the builders to do to have their perfect work, right? Because we don't want to be inconvenient. We're looking at this person's house over here and this person's house over here. They told them three months, and they got it done in three months. Well, guess what? It's been five months on my house, and they're still not done. And I'm just ready for them to hurry up and get done. So now we're comparing, right? We're comparing because that's what we do. We compare, right? So this didn't work out for me. So uh, you are this. it worked out for them. They own their third, fourth, fifth marriage. So guess what? It worked out for them, so I'm going to get me a third, fourth, fifth marriage, right? So it comes down to our immaturity, impatience, comparison. So then what do we do? We tell the builder, just hurry up, just get done. Just, just do it, just do it, just do it, right? So then what happens is they do, they do it. They throw the, the house up because we're clowning. We just want it. We just want what we want. We're not willing to wait for it to have its perfect work so that it will be mature and complete. And guess what? We we move into the house, and this is wrong. The foundation wasn't set. You know, the ceiling is cracking. You've only been in your house for a few months, and you got a lot of different problems. There is something to be said about persevering. Then, 5 says, if any of you lacks wisdom, you should ask God who gives generously to all without finding fault, and it will be given to you. So while you're waiting for the construction of your house to be built, right, and you ask God, God, what am I to do What I'm waiting? Yes, be real with God. I'm frustrated. God, they said they were going to do this. They haven't done it yet. God, what's, tell God all about it. The Bible says cast all your cares on him. Everything. There's nothing too small that we go through that you can't take to God. And if it's bothering you, then it's on God's mind. Why he said that he would perfect those things concerning you. So whatever concerns you, God's already said he would perfect those things. He would perfect those things. And so in that, in that process then of the the builder, the construction, construction folks doing the house thing, if any of you lacks wisdom, because there are times like that where we need the wisdom of God while we're waiting. We need the wisdom of God while we're waiting on that relationship. We need the wisdom of God while we're waiting on our prodigal sons and daughters. We need the wisdom of God of moving on and moving forward with our lives. We need the wisdom of God of how to seek out that new job, that new promotion, right? We need God's wisdom. We need God's wisdom. So as you prepare, I'm sorry, as you praise God, as you expect it, and as you plan for it, know that even in those things, there's the testing of your faith, right? 
That's why now you're using praise as a weapon of your warfare. Because how can you praise God, right? The world says, how can you praise God when you don't even have it yet? But you're believing God that you have it. That's faith. So by faith, you praise God. And then as you wait with expectancy, right, and as you're preparing for it, that is producing perseverance. And you don't know how long between expecting it and then preparing for it and actually receiving it is going to be. You don't know how long. That's the perseverance. But it's so that it can finish its work in you that you may be mature and complete. There is nothing like dealing with someone who is in their 40s and 50s and they acting like they're 20 years old. At some point, we got to grow up. The Bible says that when I was a child, I spake as a child. But when I became a man, and I'm going to say all one man, I put away childish things. I, I love my daughters. And I can be silly with them and I can be goofy with them at times, you know. But at the end of the day, I'm their mother. And there is something wrong if I'm acting All the time, the same way my children act. My daughter is 21. Technically, she is an adult. But she's my daughter. She's not my friend. She's my daughter. I can be her friend. I I can be her friend at times. There, there There are seasons and there are opportunities to step in as a friend. But first and foremost, I'm her mother. God is a friend that sticketh closer than a brother, right? He can be that. But he's our father first, and so we reverence him as a father. We go to him with respect and with reverence as a father. And those opportunities and those times do come for him to be our friend. But he's our father first. So I say this to you, and I'm going to speak this and not pray it. So, Father God, right now, in the name of Jesus, I just declare and decree over every listener under the sound of my voice, O God, that you would give them faith, God. Faith, Heavenly Father, to know that you are I am that I am, to know that your word is truth, to know, O God, that you are not a man that you should lie, nor the son of man that you should repent, to know, Heavenly Father, that the faith, even the faith the size of a grain of a mustard seed that each of them have, O God, is enough, enough to build their perseverance, O God. It's enough, Heavenly Father in them that they would have their work be mature and complete and that they would lack nothing, that they would not lack anything, Heavenly Father. And that if they lack wisdom, the wisdom on what to say, the wisdom on what to do, the wisdom on how to organize, administrate, oh God, that you would give them that wisdom generously. 
All they have to do is ask for it. And those, oh God, who are not listening today, but are connected to us that need wisdom in situations that we may not even know about, God, we pray that you would give it to it and give them the wisdom they need now, that you would just drop it in their spirit, Heavenly Father, the wisdom that they need to make decisions, not out of emotions, oh God, not out of emotions, but they would be sound decisions made, Heavenly Father. That's what we pray on today for our brothers and sisters, for those connected to us. Lord, we love you and we thank you in Jesus' name. Amen.